0: This is Brian Collins, I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapade. You're at the right place, at the right time. you found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's Supercast! Hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick. And once again, I am flying solo today. This is episode 451. And today, I'm going to be bringing you the latest news and maybe a rumor or two as well. But before we begin, I want you to go ahead. And I highly encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. Become an expert yourself. Sign up for the more deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. And as always, I have their website pulled up right now. And we have blogs up like how to plan a multi-generational Disney World trip, Disney Villains After Hours event at Magic Kingdom Park, and do not put off your Disney World vacation until your children are older. So go ahead and check out our friends. They're your friends too. Become a Disney expert as well over at WaltExpress.com. Well, let's go ahead and just kick it off with monorail silver. So... Monorail Silver is back and emerges with a brand new look and rumors of whether or not the monorails at Walt Disney World were going to be refurbished. I think our answers have been revealed or replaced at that matter. Uh, so, there's been rumors swirling around the internet for years, and finally, we might have somewhat of an answer. Monorail Silver has been brought back to life with a newly refreshed look, both inside and out, and is making his way around a Magic Kingdom loop. The carpeting inside matches the seats and the color of the monorail, making us wonder if this could be a plan for others as well. If you look really closely at some of these pictures or if you have a chance to go inside the monorail, if you look really closely, you can also see a Mickey pattern. You know, we've all been talking about this. You you've heard on this show, we've been talking about the monorails and if they're going to be refurbished or if they're going to be just replaced entirely. You know me, if you've listened, you've heard me talk about I feel like they should just go ahead and replace them, but I tell you what, after looking at Monorail Silver, this this thing looks really neat and even looks like the outside and the outside, I tell you what, the outside looks really slick and clean. It looks it looks really nice and the inside of this Looks really good as well. I'm kind of surprised they put carpet down on the bottom. Uh, You know, just being a teacher myself and, you know, walking into some carpeted classrooms, it just doesn't make um, a good room when you have lots of traffic in that room. So I'm kind of scratching my head why they put carpet in there. But nonetheless, it looks great. Go ahead and check it out. And if you're down there right now, try to find Monorail Silver. If you're running in any of the Run Disney races or marathons that are coming up in 2020, you'll see that they have brand new limited edition Magic Bands that have been created especially just for the 2020 Run Disney Marathons taking place at Walt Disney World. And they're available right now to pre-purchase online. Each Magic Band graphic was designed around the race's theme and coordinates with other merchandise that will be for sale at the events These Magic Bands are pretty cool. I'm looking at them right now, and I see that we have the Princess Half Marathon with Cinderella on there, and it has the date, 2020. And another Marathon uh, Magic Band, I can only see one side of this. Let's see here. It has all the parks, and that's the regular full Marathon weekend of 2020 as well. And it has all the parks and our friend Mickey on it. They look really, really neat. Let's back up a little bit. The half marathon, the Disney princess half marathon also has some of the other princesses on the flip side, like Pocahontas and Moana. But they look really neat. These magic bands are priced at $34.99. So go ahead and you can pre-purchase those right now. These look really sweet. You know, when I ran in the marathons, and yes, I did back in the day, I uh, really looked forward to the shirts that they would hand out. And uh, I still wear them to this day when I happen to go Go running in the Southern Vision here locally, but, uh, they're really cool. So I wish they had magic bands like this when I was running in these marathons because I probably would have picked one up as well. So go ahead and check them out. Just go ahead and search for Run Disney shares first look at limited edition magic bands for select 2020 races. And part of the new overhaul over app. Epcot. And I know we've all seen this. We've been talking about it on the podcast. You've seen it all over the news as well. And I'm really excited that Disney is pouring and dumping a lot of money into Epcot. We have, you know, pavilions and restaurants coming. And so, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. I'm sure I'll hear about it if I don't, but uh, we have a new restaurant over there in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. There's a soft opening that already happened, and it's Takumi, or Takumi uh, Tei, I believe, is the new signature restaurant, if I'm mispronouncing that, which I probably am. I'm sure that uh, you guys, my awesome listeners, will let me know, but this uh, restaurant offers a sign- signature dining experience in the Japan Pavilion Takumite is open for dinner in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot beginning at 4 p.m. Walk-ups are currently being accepted and advanced dining reservations will be available beginning on July 16th. So just around the corner. So go ahead and check it out and let me know if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. So here's one that I really want to talk about. This has been very controversial this past week. And that is Halle Bailey to portray Ariel in live action production of Disney's The Little Mermaid. Now, I'll be honest. I didn't know who Halle Bailey was. And, and for starters, if you say that five times fast, you're going to tongue twist that one up. And I wanted to say Halle Berry. I looked her up because I, I'll be honest. I had no idea who this person was. Was and I'm looking up her stuff on YouTube and wherever I can find it. This lady, I tell you what, has an amazing voice. This is the same individual that sang, I believe, God Bless America in our last Super Bowl. With the L.A. Rams and the Lo- or excuse me, the Los Angeles Rams and the New England Patriots, it's kind of hard for me to still say Los Angeles Rams because they've been in St. Louis for so long, but uh, you know, being a St. Louis Rams fan, I am. I wanted them to win anyway. So this young lady saying. God bless America. And I remember listening and watching thinking, wow, she did such a great job. And so when I found this back online, I'm like, that was her. Oh, my gosh. I think she's going to do a wonderful job portraying Ariel. She does have the look. And some of you might say, whoa, 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 Nick, Nick. You know, Ariel was a white Danish girl, mermaid, right? But I'm telling you, you you look into Hallie's eyes and you can see Just She portrays this young girl and boy, she has a voice like no other. I'm thinking she's going to do a great job. If you follow me on social media, Facebook, uh, The Mouse Capades Podcast, or you can find me also, Nick Iman, on Facebook as well, my personal page and Mouse Capades underscore Nick on Instagram. I posted there's this comedian named Josh Prey that did this funny little snippet of making fun of people that can't stand the fact that this lady is playing the role of Ariel and the skin color isn't uh, the same as it was in the cartoon back in 1989 and it's very funny you gotta go ahead and check it out so look for Josh Prey online or just look at my social media accounts you'll find it there as well but let's see what people have to say about this and I'm scrolling down One person said, so how will this work in the parks? What about the attractions? I'm sure she is a talented young lady, but this will cause a lot of confusion for children who maybe maybe will watch only the live action version and then go to the park. This one will fail. And this is coming from Tony and Jeannie. I don't think so. I don't think this is going to fail. This is a fictional character, and you can portray this cartoon or this movie any way you see fit. I kind of disagree with this person. Uh, Let's see here. Jody Benson will go down the memory hole, whatever that means. But I tell you what, so I've just read... Let's see. I'm going to read one more from... This is Laura. Uh, Laura Lane. I was trying... I was thinking... The very same thing. Are they now going to refurbish the attractions and merchandise to match the movie the way they ruined? Oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Okay. People are being so mean about this. And I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. A lot of people are arguing the fact that this is just a political stunt. And Disney's forcing PC down your face. I don't think so. If someone's going to try out or audition, I should say for a role and what you might be looking for is the voice and the personification. um, Maybe that's not the right word. uh, I guess the likeness of the character and her actions, then why wouldn't you go for the person that's most qualified? I'm sure this Halle got there and they blew everyone. She blew everyone away as far as, you know, her talent and and ability of singing. And there you go. So I don't see why it's a problem. And I believe Freeform did issue a statement. So let's go ahead and just go right into Freeform because Freeform had something to say as well. Think what you want. My opinion, I'll, I'll just throw it out there right now. I think, although. The the role and the casting of this character got a lot of outcry. If I was Freeform, I don't think I would have responded this way. And just let me go ahead and read it to you. And I'll let you make your own decision. This is what Freeform had to say. Spoiler alert. The character of Ariel is a work of fiction. If you cannot get past the idea that choosing the incredible, sensational, highly talented, gorgeous Halle Bailey is anything other than... The inspired casting that it is because she doesn't look like the cartoon one oh boy do I have some news for you about you that's what Freeform said I mean i that's like a punch to the gut to anyone that has their own opinion I get it I don't think if I was Freeform I would have thrown that in there at the very end do I oh boy do I have some news for you about you you know so If they wanted to address this in a different manner, I would suggest Freeform to look into what the... When she auditioned, the people that were judging her, or whatever it may be, were looking for what characteristics and qualities, uh, you know, that they were looking for in the character. Yeah, there you go. I don't see a problem in this. Who really cares? It's a fictional character, and... It's a new movie that we get to see and we get to love and enjoy. So let it be, let it go. So we talked about Monorail Silver getting uh, refurbished, uh, I should say, new look inside and out. We also have the Walt Disney World buses that are getting a new look inside and out. And Walt Disney World has begun refreshing the buses that transport guests around the resort. The updated buses now feature some of your favorite Disney characters on the outside and the new look on the inside. Guests will soon be seeing buses uh, that will have faces of Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy, and Pluto. The buses also have new blue seats and laminate floors, Plus, select buses include USB charging ports between the seats. That is amazing. That's good news. The Walt Disney World Bus Transportation System transports, okay, it goes on to say resort hotels to theme parks, water parks, and Disney Springs. I'm looking at the bus right now. This looks pretty sweet. I mean, it has Mini on the outside, and it has the polka dots on the bottom trim of the bus. These buses look really cool. I absolutely love them. But I have a question. I thought Disney, from what we've been seeing in the last few years with their merchandise stores, they're trying to modernize everything and get away from the, just from what I have heard. From people that work at Disney that they were trying to get away from all the Disney character throw up just thrown in your face. These buses on the other hand though look absolutely amazing and I would love to see the inside as well. I love that they have the charging ports. That's one thing that Disney has been doing graciously for everybody inside all these new refurb rooms that are going across all the resorts there at Walt Disney World where you have 10, 15 different USB charging ports, which is absolutely amazing to charge all of your devices. When I was out there just a couple weeks or a few weeks ago now, it's, it's hard to believe it's been that long. Talking and sitting down with the Disney exec and him explaining the fact that they have all these charging ports in these rooms and how they understand and realize that with today's families, they have... Many kids with many devices and each person has multiple devices and don't forget moms and dads who have their tablets as well and their phones and whatever it is that they have to charge as well. So they knew they needed to put a lot of charging ports. So I'm glad to see that transferring over at or within the bus buses as well. So We've all been wondering why is Disney you know, hiking up all these prices? Why did the annual pass go up $220 overnight and all the parking at the resort and entrance fees to the parks? I think we're starting to figure it out, folks. I really do with the monorails, the buses, and everything else that they're doing around the park. This is absolutely amazing. And if you've listened to the show since 2015, one thing that I have said, I wish they would start dumping more money stateside. Uh, rather than all the other parks around the world, because you're starting to have the the parks are starting to look a little, uh, weathered. And so I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that over at Disneyland that refurbished, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Sleeping Beauty's Castle, right? And painted that up really nice and it's very vibrant, looks amazing. And they redid that whole area right there and they're refurbishing a lot of stuff out there as well, just as much as they're doing out here at Disney World. And I think we're starting to figure it out why prices are starting to go up. So if you plan on going to Disney World this week and you plan on going to Disney's Hollywood Studios and you want to see the March of the First Order. Well, you will not be able to because the last performance was on July 6th. And this is what Disney had to say about the March of the First Order. To prepare them for the trip to Batuu. The first order stormtroopers will return to their star destroyer for a short furlough beginning July 7th. Guests will once again have an opportunity to interact with first order stormtroopers when Star Wars Galaxy Edge opens on August 29th. Disney also mentioned that any roaming stormtroopers that will also will also be taking a break after July 6th. Now, I didn't notice this on my last trip just a few weeks ago, but uh, someone mentioned to me that Captain Phasma had been taken out of the March of the First Order. I don't think I recognized or even saw that the, the last time. And if you've noticed that and you were out there just within the last week or two or whatever it may be, uh, even within the last month, four zero seven six seven four zero four one four, please let me know. But there are rumors that we're not sure... What's going to happen to Captain Phasma in Batu. Will she be a meet and greet? Will she be walking around with the stormtroopers? What is her fate? That we don't know. What we do know is her fate in the movie. She fell in a crack and in the earth. Or I, should not, I shouldn't say the earth. She fell in the crack on, what was it? Kill, star killer planet, something like that. And we presume that she had deceased. But uh, will she make a return as well in this next movie? We don't know she's kind of mysterious just like Boba Fett was mysterious as well so if you know where she went or if she even disappeared at all I didn't recognize it when I was out there last time just a couple weeks or a few weeks ago at this point 407-674-0414. so there you go stormtroopers they've taken a break you're gonna see them in Batu later on this year and speaking of Batuu you heard me talk about this on the last episode Disney still hasn't come out with anything as far as plans on how they plan on managing the crowd level and the crowds and who gets to get in first or who gets to or whatever type of system they're going to use there at Star Wars Galaxy Edge and many people have reservations, I have many clients that have reservations I have reservations as well and I want to know and we're not getting those notifications and via email or whatever it may be like individuals were over there at Disneyland before they checked in to their hotel or the resort. So Disney, please update us. Give us some information. Not knowing is killing us right now. Earlier, I was mentioning enhancements to Epcot and this was released at Epcot character spot to close temporarily beginning September 8th. New temporary locations, though, have been confirmed. We've already known this year that Electric Umbrella and Fountain View are set to close later this year. And we now know that Epcot Character Spot is going to close temporarily this fall as well. This is a statement coming out of Disney, Walt Disney World, that is an official statement. During the exciting transformation of Epcot, Meet Disney Pals at the Epcot Character Spot will temporarily close beginning on September 8th, 2019. Enjoy meeting some of your favorite Disney characters at other locations throughout Epcot. So here are some new locations for character experiences. This is what we know: Minnie Mouse will be move will move into the World Showcase gazebo. We know Daisy Duck will move to the American Adventure. While new locations are being developed for Mickey Mouse and Goofy, they will temporarily appear in Innoventions West. In the near future, Mickey Mouse will move to an all-new location in the Imagination Pavilion. Goofy will venture out into the park and soon find a new home, wherever that may be. Joy will move soon, too, to a joyous new home, it says. We don't know where that's at. And the United Kingdom Pavilion will welcome back Winnie the Pooh, who will greet guests at Christopher Robin's bedroom beginning in September of this year. So these are new, new character spots for all these characters at Di- or at Disney's Epcot as always, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Capades Podcast. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or simply want a free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with me and text me, 407-674-0414. Email me at, at gmail.com, or travel at podcast.net And as always, don't forget to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. You can join their newsletter to become a Disney expert on deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. Unfortunately, I think it's about that time, so I'm just going to say it. Peace. Have a magical day, my friends.